Hey, everybody, just wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, July 25th, 6 p.m. I will be joined by Mike Davis, Faith Nall, and Marco Ariaga for Deadpool and Wolverine. I have a pretty good feeling that this is going to be the biggest movie of the year, and... I'm looking forward to a really fun show. So we got this great lineup. We'll have some prizes. We're getting lots of great puzzle pieces. And who doesn't want to see this movie? So we will see you there again Thursday, July 25th, Maya Cinemas. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, we're not doing that. Today is a special episode because longtime listeners of the show know that whenever I put out a new album, I end up doing a commentary track talking about the behind the scenes of the album and what went into making it and the stories behind some of the songs. And That's what I'm doing today, but it's for a very special album. It's one that's been in the works for like 15 years. This is a novelty album of songs about my dogs and cats, and in some cases sung by them, called The Pup Pups. And I've been talking about this thing for so long, and quite frankly, I almost can't believe that it's real and that it is uh, now out and available to stream on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all those places. The limited edition CD is... There's a box of them on, you know, on the way to me right now, so I can start shipping them out to everyone who pre-ordered, and hopefully you'll consider buying a copy as well. And uh, yeah, this thing is real. It's out there, and I'm going to play for you a live commentary track along with all the songs on the album here. So that's coming up in a second. Before we get to it, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You could also follow my music on Instagram at Music by David Rosen and on Twitter at by David Rosen. And uh, yeah, you know, we got a lot more Piecing It Together coming up. Uh, we're this coming week going to be doing the top 10 in the middle of the year so far roundup, which will be fun with Josh Bell. And then also, of course, every month we do our trailers roundup. Uh, We'll be doing that with Jason Harris, both of those guys from Awesome Movie Year. And then we will get into more piecing it together. We've got a lot of episodes on the way. We've got The Flash. We've got Asteroid City. We've got a live show coming up on Oppenheimer. We've got a whole bunch of piecing it together on the way. So make sure you're subscribed. And with that said... Let's listen to the Pup Pups. All right, here we go. It's been 15 years that I am waiting to do what I'm about to do right now. Is it 15 years? Yeah, I mean, basically, Harvey's 15 and a half. And I'd say that I started some of these songs when he was just a little baby puppy. So... Yeah, I guess 15 years we've been waiting for the Pup Pups album to be a reality, and it's finally here. The album comes out June 30th, and uh, this is going to be an album commentary track. I'm going to talk over some of the songs, tell some behind-the-scenes stories while Harvey sleeps and snores behind me. Hopefully that doesn't pick up on the mic. Actually, hopefully it does pick up on the mic. That would be awesome, but... 
Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's see. What, what do I have to say before I get into the first song here? Uh, the album, it's called Who Wants Din Din, which, of course, is, uh, you know, a reference to all these animals' uh, obsession with food and how excited they get every time it was time for Din Din. Um, there was originally going to be a song, Who Wants Din Din, but, I mean, it's basically just a, uh, you know, a ripoff of I Want Candy, but, you know. I didn't want to deal with that, so I left that off the album. There's a there's a few tracks that I left off the album, a few little songs I sing around the house, but uh, maybe they'll end up on a little you know bonus track compilation one of these days, or I'll put out some singles. I don't know. We'll see. There actually is one single that is definitely on the way. Another song about Millie Moo uh, called "It's a Millie Moosey" that was recorded live at Third Man Studios, and I'll put that out in like a month or two as a single. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Let's just get into the album, right? You've been waiting long enough. Let's listen to Who Wants Din Din, the debut album by the Puff Pups, starting off with Gimme Back That Toy Again. Got a ball, got a rope, got a stick, got a toy. So Harvey is obviously a wild man and is obsessed with his toys, especially his green tennis ball. Tell me, mommy, can you really even blame it? It's clear to see that I am just a little baby. I'm sorry. He's so cute. And he's just, he, when he was a puppy, like, all through his life, really. And nowadays we have to kind of keep him calm down because of his heart issues and all that stuff. Although he's doing great. Remember, he's doing great. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's just such a wild dog when it comes to his toys. His favorite toy is his green tennis ball, but his second favorite toy is probably Mr. Frog, which has been various renditions of Mr. Frog over the years. And actually, now that I think about it, Mr. Frog doesn't end up on this album at all. I should probably do like a bonus song about Mr. Frog. I should probably talk about the actual music. Like, you know, this song's supposed to be like, you know, garage rock kind of thing. Like, kind of like the hives, I feel like, with this song. And every song's a little different. I don't know why, but this breakdown that's coming up, it was just the most difficult thing I've ever had to record, I think. I'm real sorry that those toys got all chewed up. I know you spent a lot of money on those. And well, you know, I didn't mean for them to end up that way. You know what? Tell you the truth, it wasn't even me. It was Sadie. Right, Sadie? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> so would you give me back that toy again? I must have, like, gone through a thousand renditions of that breakdown. I, I don't know why it was so... In my head, it was, like, the simplest thing, but... Obviously, with this album taking 15 years, the whole album was the most difficult thing for me. It was just, none of this is really in my wheelhouse, but it's all songs that just kind of came to me to make happen. And so it was just sheer will and force to get these out of my head and onto a guitar and out of my mouth. So the next song is Another Me, which is sung by Sadie Pup. I'm sorry that I didn't do the things you said I'm sorry that I went and stole some of your shots It's honestly hard to listen to this song because she's just the best and she passed away a few years ago and uh... When you're yelling to me 
when I wrote this song, you know, she was a puppy, and it wasn't fully written. It was just the main chorus and a few of the lines and just the general idea. But when I finally recorded the song, she was still in perfect health. And it was, I don't know, it was like weeks later that she got sick and quickly went downhill from there. So obviously the lyrics took on all new meaning. Sorry that you couldn't find things you need. Sadie was a silly white fluffy cockapoo. And she loved my socks. When you yelled at me, I peed and peed and peed. She peed a lot. And I wish you'd just given me hugs and kisses instead. There's so many different styles represented on this album, which is part of what I loved about making it. This song, when I first wrote it, it kind of sounded like Uncle Cracker or something like that. I don't even know Uncle Cracker's music, but I think he had this one big hit, and it was kind of like that. I forget what that song's called, though. I had to stop myself from adding like a dozen Sadie laughs to this song because she's just so cute when she laughs. I think part of the reason the Pup Pups album took so long is because I was trying to figure out how to play this song. The chords just would not translate from my head to a guitar. I was originally going to have Sadie say, Take it away, Dad! During this part, like it's like a, I don't know, like a jam band thing or something. And then she'd say, No, not to suck! I thought it would be cute, but I decided to leave it just instrumental. Well, your 12 pack of socks is now down to three, but you'll miss them less than you miss me. If you don't know what I'm talking about, well, one day you'll see. World's best dog. There's never been a dog as great as Sadie Pup. Yeah, I don't know. This is a simple song chord-wise, but it just wasn't working for years and years. I would just pick up the guitar every few weeks and try to get this thing down, and it just it was never working. And then one day, it, it just worked. I think it was around 2018, probably, that I finally got this thing recorded, even though the chorus is something I wrote in 2008, probably. Like I said, Sadie got sick after I recorded it, and so the album went on hold for a few more years. <laughs> the next song is another Sadie song called I'm In Trouble. And this was actually, I don't think I had this one in mind for years. I think I came up with this when I got back to recording new Pup Pup songs in 2018. Real rocker, this one. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble again. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble again. Sadie was so cute and so sweet and so funny, but so bad. that opening line this time I really messed up she's just so, 
funny things about this album is just how upbeat it is and with my own music my David Rosen music I have so much trouble making upbeat every track ends up dark and depressing I feel like this song is the most like uh, like music that I listen to this reminds me of a lot of the uh, like the artists and bands that I actually listen to regularly Versus even like my music on my David Rosen album. I thought about making a major change up for this verse, like just drum and bass, but I just decided not to. Risked it all is something that that was a big Sadie thing. She she was gonna risk it all to either get someone's food or just do whatever it was, just something bad. That guitar lead, it is such a mess if you were to solo it out, but it just works so well when it's mixed in with the song. I'm not a good guitar player, guys. Alright, next up is Waka Waka, which is a duet between Harvey and me. Of course, all about how awesome going on a walk is. I don't know, what's this? Power pop? I don't know, like Weezer-ish or something like that. This was originally just going to be Harvey, but there were a couple of lines that just did not sound right in his voice, so... I started trying them in my own voice, and then I was like, maybe I'll just go back and forth. A really good dog. So a thing that you should get to go for a walk. I feel like this is the most catchy song on the album. I find myself humming or singing it all the time. This is another one that really the recordings happened around 2018 or so. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a very uh, productive time for the Pup Pups. I think I had recorded some songs, you know, back in 2008, 2009. And then uh, it all just kind of sat while well, I just kept trying, but nothing coming out over the years. And then in 2018, I, I think like six or seven of these songs, at least, all just started like flooding out. Like every day. your dogs know what W-A-L-K means, or R-I-D-E, or T-R-E-A-T. I'm just picturing movie fans who listen to Piecing It Together, finding this in their feed and what the hell they're thinking. But I've done over 300 episodes, you know, they, they can deal with this for one episode, I think. So Harvey gets an actual toy solo here coming up. 
I actually recorded him squeaking his toy to the beat. Toy What other dog could say they had a toy solo on a rock record? Harvey's the best. He's out cold right behind me right now. For my vocals, I played with so many different sounds. I was like singing it like country guy and all kinds of stuff. Uh, this next one that's coming up is called Little Dog. I, little dog. I kept this one secret from Gina for years because this is another 2018 song. And she didn't hear it until just, you know, a couple weeks ago. I will not bite, I will not scratch, but I will kick your booty ass I think it was a Fleet Foxes song I heard, and I don't even know what the song is. One day I'll have to go listen to them and figure it out, but it was a song that kind of sounded a little bit like this, but I just started singing I Kick Butt of a Little Dog because kicking butt is a big thing around our household. Kick butt can mean a lot of things, but mostly it means torturing our dogs, driving them nuts. this guitar I it sounds pretty smooth but my god it is the most patchwork recording you've ever heard in your life if you looked at the waveforms stupid overdubs in the background So good. The deep voices in the background. I wanted them in for the whole song because I love them so much, but you know, you got to know when to, uh, you know, just add little bits of seasoning here and there. You can't have it on every every single one. All right, so now we get into cat songs. Originally, I was going to have a skit track with me and Harvey talking about doing some songs for the cats, but uh, I decided to leave the skits off the album. But this is called Muffin Maker, and it's about our cat, Lily Bear. This is one of the coolest songs in the album. It's ridiculous how good this came out, and I was originally not going to do a song about the cats. I, I had the Phoenix song that's coming up later, but uh, that was the only cat song that was going to be on the Pup Pups when I first came up with the idea. And this one just came out of nowhere. And, oh, it's probably my favorite song on the album. So why don't you come on over here and just uh, make a batch for me? 
Started off as like a white stripes thing, and you'll see it changes up in the middle for no good reason. Lily Bear is no longer with us either, but her favorite thing in the world was sitting on my chest and just making muffins. So, of course, that's what her song had to be about. This is supposed to be a dog album mostly, but the cat songs ended up being some of the best songs on that album. It's also probably my best guitar playing ever. Oh god, and then we got Sync Cat. I have another Trudy song that I'm gonna eventually record, like I said, maybe it'll be a follow-up to the Pup Pups album, but for now, this is Trudy's song. Trudy loves sitting on the stairs. Definitely one of the most catchy songs I've ever made of any of my songs. I just, I love this song. When I, like I said, did a whole bunch in 2018 and then into 2019 and kind of let it stop. I, I was still listening to this song just over and over again until this past year when I finally finished the album. This, this is one of my most listened to songs of any music of the last few years. I, I just love it. Sitting in the hall, sitting on a box, sitting on a So dumb. So our little kitten, Millie, is of course two and a half now, but she's still basically a kitten. She's just a total menace, driving everyone nuts. The only way to figure out where the hell she was was to put a collar on her so we could hear the jingle jangle. And that's what this song is about. And that really is her with her collar on. I'm shaking her like a like a tambourine or something. And at the end of the song, you hear a meow from me shaking her. She loves it. Don't worry. That transition right there is probably my favorite thing on the whole album. 
Another of my favorite songs. So. Millie, listen close. <laughs> there she was. So this song is called Headbutts, in parentheses, New Cat. It's about our newest cat, Niaguri. She's a very nice lady, so I wanted it to be a very nice, sweet song. And she does love to give me headbutts, and that's how I knew she loves me. This is like just the most pure pop song on the album. New cat in a brand new house. New cat in a brand new home. Wondering if that new cat loves me. Then she bumps her head into my nose. I think that new cat this song is so ridiculously sweet. It's it's obnoxious and I love it. I think that new cat loves me. That new cat gave me it's really weird in the end. That was always my idea. Just this really sweet song that gets a little bit weird and deranged in the end. I think that new One of the nice things about novelty songs is that you know, like that last one, Jingle Jangle, and this one, like they can be short. You know, you get in, you get out, you get the you get the idea, and then you just song's done. You don't need long songs. I think the longest song on this album is like three minutes and thirty seconds, but most of them are around two minutes, which is great. I was gonna put it like another bridge in here, like a little change up to the melody, but honestly, how much longer do I need it to play the pump pump sound? <laughs> I need to put it out, you know? So, I left it as it is. I think that new cat love me, that new cat gave me headbutts, come on. I think that new cat love me, that new cat gave me headbutts, come on. Adding organs to all these songs. Oh, yeah, she. I don't know that I really had that many organs on David Rosen songs. I woke up this morning. Alright, this is the Phoenix, Phoenix song. It's just called Phoenix. I'm trapped in there, ain't nothing I can do. I'm sure you can all relate to a cat who me acts like you haven't fed them, even though their food bowl is basically half full. That's what this one's about. I should have listened when he told me that he wanted to be fed, but I was lazy and just lay there in my bed. This album is mostly all upbeat high energy but there had to be at least one ballad poor phoenix wasn't getting fed so you know this was the one that has to be ballad i woke up this morning in phoenix i'm 
wondered whether I should include this on the album, not because of the subject matter, but just because it's so dumb. And like, I, I didn't know if it would be too inside of a joke for you know anybody to like. But I mean, really, who cares? Sing about Phoenix. That's really all that matters. But the truth is, it ain't fair that he ate me to death because his food bowl still has a whole bunch of food left. Also not a very good singer, or piano player, or guitar player. So you know, this song really rests on me being good at all three of those things. I think it came out pretty good. Don't think that I'll be getting out anytime soon. Phoenix was our first cat, by the way, who I inherited from my best friend Q. If it wasn't for Phoenix, I probably wouldn't have ended up with Lily, and then I wouldn't have ended up with Sadie, and then the others, and there would be no pup pups. So. Anyway, this is Wet Dog. <laughs> Wet Dog. another one that I kept hidden from Gina for many, many, many years. This one I actually did record probably like in the middle of that long break, like probably 2010, 2011. My parents, they used to have this house with this big backyard and a big pool and we'd bring Harvey and Sadie over there and their five dogs and just it was non-stop barking and craziness and swimming in the pool. And this is all about that. I was thinking about hiring some female singers to do like background, like soul backing vocals, you know? Like that kind of stuff, but eh. Everyone is partying and doing it right. We're all barking and playing, but ain't nobody gonna find this voice I'm doing in this song. Uh, if you were at my house, you'd hear me singing like this, like pretty much constantly every day, Just singing to the pets in this voice. I don't know how my throat like holds up. That little riff is ridiculous. <laughs> now we're getting high on this warm summer day. Grab a couple biscuits and a lay in the shade. That little dog is wet. I see the puddle on the ground. You run inside the house and then you start a slipping around. This is all based on truth, guys. What those crazy dogs do. This song does rock, and those days at the pool were so much fun, so it's good to capture that in song form. One more time, here it comes. Oh, 
coming up is Big Dog 2, which was one of the last songs I made for the album. So this song was originally supposed to sound a lot like Huey Lewis in the News, It's Hip to be Square, but once I started actually recording, it kind of morphed into basically a garage rock song, but there's still some funkiness to it. Harvey's doing great, but he has had heart failure now for eight years, and we give him lots and lots and lots of medications, and he gets checked up twice a year, and uh, it hasn't progressed, so thankfully he's still with us. For any little dog like Harvey who thinks he's a big dog. The chorus has some of that funky bass, but otherwise it's basically a rock song. I can be a big dog too. Gotta show him who I am. You think I can't, but daddy says I can. Yeah. Tell him, Harvey. I'm just small, but you should see me when I'm playing with my tennis ball. Well, you think that I'm little, but I gotta be far. My mama says. Yeah, this whole bridge here is just the energy. Ooh. You gotta match Harvey's energy, you know? I have one or two more Harvey songs up my sleeve that may eventually get recorded at some point. But for now, the three that ended up on the album, well, actually four if we count. One of the OG Pup Pup songs that's coming up in a little bit. Uh, you know, he gets, he gets his love that boy. He's still napping. So, the other latest song that was recorded before I decided it's finally time to release this album is Slippin' Splat. I hope the cat don't fall, hope the cat don't slip and splat. I hope the cat don't fall, hope the cat don't slip and splat. This song is so ridiculous. I hope the cat don't fall, hope the cat don't slip and splat. I hope the cat don't fall, hope the cat don't slip and splat. Like I said, Millie drives us nuts constantly. And one of the things that she does is running and jumping on the upstairs railing two floors up. And there's nothing we could do about it at this point. We've tried everything. Short of building an entire wall to block her, there's just nothing we could do to stop her. And I really hope she never slips and falls, but there's nothing we could do at this point. So instead I wrote a song about it. I actually have three more verses that I might turn into an extended version at one point. But it's still basically the same thing over and over, which is how that kind of punk song should be. Now we're getting into what's essentially either bonus tracks or songs recorded a million years ago. I don't know how. This one was. I'm guessing 2008, when Harvey was one years old. 
All about his beautiful little face, his big eyes. Basically, like right after I recorded this is when my, my career composing for films and all that like actually started to take off. And so it's kind of no wonder I didn't record more Pup Pup songs because I was very busy doing that. You know, all my music time was working on real music, quote unquote, but I still was so proud of this. Plus, it's about my little boy. Yeah, this was the last Pup Pup song for years, basically. In the last 10 years, if I pick up a guitar, most likely I'm playing this. And I basically still can't get through the whole song without messing up. Guitar solo is actually not bad. I don't do a lot of guitar solos on this album because, like I said, I'm not a great guitar player. But it fit really well here. Ask me to play that again? I no clue. <laughs> I figured it out in the moment. I have no idea what even strings I'm playing. <laughs> Sadie covered in blankets. And then covered in blankets is the first official Pup Pup song. So of course I had to include it. And then we did do this pre-order bonus where everybody who pre-ordered this album got their pet's name in a special bonus song, which is a 13-minute live acoustic unplugged rendition of Covered in Blankets where their pet's name was included. I'm not going to play that on the commentary track because it's 13 minutes long and there's not much for me to say during it. So I'll just talk about Covered in Blankets here. It's a ridiculous song about covering your pet in blankets. They love when you do that. I knew from the day I recorded this that if I ever actually made a Pup Pups album, I would do that pre-order thing and get everybody's pre-orders to get their song, their pet's name on the song. I didn't know that it would actually work out though, and I ended up having 30-something uh, verses on there. Another guitar solo. I guess I was in a guitar solo mood in 2008. This is the last thing I recorded for the album here. I had the idea for years to do a doo-wop song for my parents. 
and their Charlie, dog Charlie. But then I was like, I might as well make it about all their pets because they do have a lot of dogs. And my dad was like, where's Charlie's song? And so I was like, all right, fine. And so I decided to surprise him and actually get this song done in time for the album. I recorded this in an afternoon, actually, on my podcast mic in between editing episodes. Just a nice, quick little bonus song for the Rosen Dogs I threw in there. My name's Harvey. And then this, the Hungry Pups, is the official first Pup Pup song. And I even in the final name, like I named it the Pup Pups, the Hungry Pups. And this is back when I was still doing a lot of comedy rap stuff. I just, I don't know if I was thinking it would be a solo song. I don't know what made me think to record this. But it was definitely about the ridiculousness of these pets acting like I don't feed them and take great care of them. Like, the audacity of them. Mommy and daddy gonna give you food because we're the best pet owners in the world. I mean, come on. And it was an excuse to do all their voices on the song. Gina hates that I included this because of the implications that uh, we don't feed them. It's not true. They're liars, these little pets. Are you in the kennel right now? And now you're wondering how. You're gonna get your little tummy filled Sadie, I bet you made the water spill Lily is probably so high She's got a bad case of munchies And Phoenix is crying like a sh** Censor that, because I've grown as an artist And can't use bad language anymore Someone, you gotta feed us, This is going back to when I was in my 20s when I made this song. But the next track, even earlier, because the next track is pre-Harvey, and the idea of the Pup Pups didn't exist yet. Um, I had to include it for Uncle Rubs, because Uncle Rubs loved this, and most importantly, Sadie Pup loved this. These are two techno songs that I made for Sadie when she was a little puppy. Remember, was Gina around yet? Probably, but these are two songs, uh, Sadie Pup and Kick That Butt, and I decided to combine them into one for the album. They're very, very bad, but I had to include them because, uh, you know, they're part of the history of the Pup Pups. Sadie would go absolutely nuts when I play this. Just running and growling and grabbing toys and shaking them and jumping all over the place. Of course I had to put it on the album. For some more butt kicking. As somebody who, since this point, I mean, I made these in probably 2006, I want to say, 2006 or seven. 
And, uh, you know, since then, I've started putting out these albums of instrumental electronica music under my name, David Rosen. And, uh, you know, these aren't that far off from what I'm doing, but the music that I put out under my name is just so much better than this. This is so amateurish. And uh, the fact that I'm actually releasing this is just ridiculous. But it's for Sadie Pop, so it's okay. And that's it, because then we just get this bonus track, the uh, extended Covered in Blankets. All right, Harvey, let's see if we can do this. Leo covered in blankets. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's 13 minutes, and I really don't know what the hell I would say for 13 minutes. But just so you can get the idea, I play a minute of it. Covered in blankets every day. I basically put all the names in in the order of the pre-orders so no favoritism going on here I will say it took me about six tries maybe more like ten tries to like really get going and then I might have cheated a little bit and uh, patched in once or twice throughout the song. But for the most part, I recorded almost the whole thing straight through. Once I got those first ten tries and yelling and screaming as I'd mess up or my screensaver would come on or my phone would vibrate. Hey, hey, Hazel covered in blankets. Hazel. And really, thanks everybody who did put in a pre-order. I appreciate it. This album seriously has sold more in the pre-order phase than any of my David Rosen albums ever did. So uh, that's ridiculous, but at the same time, I really do appreciate it, and it's awesome. So uh, yeah, thank you so much. I think that's enough of the extended covered in blankets. Let's fade that out. Every day. So, like I said, uh, that is the rest of the album. I do have some more Pup Pup stuff that may or may not be on the way. Definitely on the way is It's a Mille That is coming as a single that I'll put out like a month or two after the album drops. Uh, but after that, we'll see. I, I have at least four or five more songs that I wanted to record. And then, you know... Millie, Neo, Trudy, they're going to continue to inspire songs. Harvey's still around. He's still kicking. He's 15 and a half. He's had heart issues for eight years now, but we get his checkups every six months, and uh, he's, he's doing good. He's, he's, he's hanging in there, and he's kicking butt. So maybe there'll be some more Harvey songs. Um, there's another Sadie song, but I don't know if I'm still going to record that. You know, who knows? Maybe one of our future pets will... Uh, uh, do a, a cover of Sadie's other song that she never recorded. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I do have a title in mind for another Pup Pups album. And like I said, I got these other songs, so maybe there will be more Pup Pups on the way. But the important thing is after 15 years... Oh, Harvey's up. He's ready for snacks. The important thing is that after 15 years of this thing being on the back burner, it is here. 
it is available, and it is a real album. You just heard it. And if you want to buy the limited edition CD, it is available at Bandcamp. You can go to thepuppups.bandcamp.com. You could also go to my website, bydavidrosen.com. And it's also available here in Las Vegas at Wax Tracks Records, where you will see me and Charlie O, for that matter. Charlie will probably be there if you come in and you can get the CD. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the album. Stream it. If you know any places that are, you know, big on comedy music, novelty songs, all that kind of stuff, maybe send it their way. Tell them to uh, do a little feature on it or add it to a playlist or, you know, share it or whatever. Um, Get these songs heard. We've got some music videos on the way for some of these uh, songs, and we'll, uh, you know, see what else happens with the Pup Pups. For now, though, I got to get back to uh, you know my my regular music. I I've got a new soundtrack album coming out in October. I've got a exclusive soundtrack album hitting the Patreon in the next week or two, and I've got a lot of new David Rosen music coming out in 2024. I'll be announcing that soon, but uh, so much more on the way. But I had to take this break to finally put out. The Pup Pups Who Wants Din Din. So I hope you enjoyed the album. Hope you enjoyed this commentary. Thanks for listening. Keep listening to Piecing It Together and everything else that I do. Uh, don't forget to check out the Patreon, where actually, uh, now that I think about it, I already posted one bonus song, uh, a track called The Lily Bear, that I, when I was putting together all of the, um, you know, the stuff for the album, I completely forgot I ever recorded it. It was like this little silly bonus song when I had no intention of making a song about the lily bear, but ended up eventually making Muffin Maker. But uh, it's a thing, and it's on the Patreon as an exclusive, so uh, don't forget to check that out. But like I said, there's probably more on the way. But thank you again. Uh, This has been fun going over the album and talking a little bit about it. And hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you again soon. All right, so I hope you enjoyed listening to that commentary track about the Pup Pups debut album, Who Wants Din Din? We'll see if it ends up being just the debut or if there's uh, more on the way. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I, I have all these other Pup Pups songs in mind, so maybe we'll get another one in the next 15 years. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed piecing it together, uh, Make sure you're subscribed for all the regular episodes. Plus, we got, like I said at the top of the show, we got a bunch of special episodes on the way, too. Make sure you check out the Pup Pups on all the streaming services. Add a song if you've got a playlist of funny songs or songs about pets or just songs you love to play around the house while you're cleaning and doing whatever the hell that you do. You know, make sure you're uh, adding these songs to your playlist. That way, uh, everybody will check them out, anyone who listens to your playlist. Uh, I, I'm rambling about Spotify. Spotify is the enemy. I shouldn't do that. Um, anyway, you could also buy the limited edition CD over on Bandcamp, and I do appreciate that. Uh, we have a really cool, you know, uh, digipack that it comes in with some great artwork. And we've got some music videos on the way, and we'll see what else comes out from the Pup Pups. But uh, other than that, stay tuned for more Piecing It Together coming up. Uh, let's play this out with a piece of music like I always do. And this being a Pup Pups commentary track, why not play it out with an unreleased song from the Pup Pups? This is a song called The Lily Bear, and uh, I don't plan on like releasing this officially. Uh, it is on the Patreon, but um, we might as well just play it here. If you've listened this far, you deserve to hear it, even though this song is 
uh, ridiculous and was recorded before there was ever the song Muffin Maker in my mind. Uh, I just joking around was like, sorry, Lily Bear, I didn't write a song about you. And that's this song. So uh, then I ended up writing a song Muffin Maker and it ended up being like the best song on the album. Who knows? But anyway, this is the Lily Bear. Hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. song about the lily bear I'm really sorry about that lily bear Not too mad about it, Lily Bear. You know I love you, Lily Bear. An All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas. We are thrilled to be official sponsors of the Queer Women of Color Film Festival this year. They will premiere 44 films and five screenings at the free 20th Annual International Queer Women of Color Film Festival happening from June 14th through 16th, 2024. This year's theme, Joyful Reunion, celebrates deep human connections and transformative visions, drawing on indigenous knowledge, shared ecology and queer realities these films explore the dynamic tides of love self-fulfillment and home upholding their long-standing commitment to disability justice queer women of color media arts project ensures inclusivity with subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing audio descriptions for the blind and low vision and asl interpretations for all screenings Join us in supporting these incredible artists and enjoy a lineup of thought-provoking films, engaging panels, and vibrant community events. Whether you're a film enthusiast, an ally, or simply curious, there's something for everyone at the Queer Women of Color Film Festival. Mark your calendar for June 14th through 16th, 2024, and get ready to be moved, inspired, and entertained. For more details and to reserve your free tickets, visit qwocmap.org. That's Queer Women of Color Media Arts Project, qwocmap.org. Let's come together to celebrate diversity and storytelling at its finest. <laughs> 